This is exactly right. It's 1943 in the Kingdom of Bulgaria. As the Second World War rages, King Boris dies suddenly and every nation is a suspect. The Butterfly King premieres March the 21st on Exactly Right. It's a cruel tale of a doomed royal dynasty. Somewhere, the truth is out there. Listen to The Butterfly King on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to a very special episode of My Favorite Murder. You guys, this is different. This one's different than the others. It's not like the others. It's much, much different. It's much easier than for us. That's right. Because we're just going to answer some questions you guys asked us. You guys have sent in um, general Q&A questions. You've also sent in some really amazing icebreaker questions Mm -hmm. that we asked you to send. Those kind of questions that you can pull out at a party when everyone's real uncomfortable. And um, so you sent us your best versions of those. And now we're going to answer them for you. Yeah. If we can. <laughs> and if not, we'll have Steven edit it out. That's right. <laughs> should we start with some goofy ones or should we get into the deep shit? Uh, I mean, all of mine are goofy. <laughs> Great. I don't, I don't even, for example, okay. I'll, I'll start with Marlene's. Okay. Would you rather eat ice cream that tastes like shit or shit that tastes like ice cream? Marlene, why does shit have to be involved? <gasps> and you can't say neither. Right. I mean, like this, you've, you've restricted your world down to a really nasty yeah. and probably terrible tasting situation. And listen, everyone listening going, I don't like this question. Look. Just go, you just know the rest of them are not going to be like that. <laughs> There's no other shit question. But I'm just, a, I'm setting a, 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 an example bar mm-hmm. of the kind of questions we've been reading and the kind of questions that we're being asked. Can I just, can I just, can we just picture what would happen if you were at a party and tried to use that icebreaker <laughs> like just everyone walking away to the far corner uh-huh. and leaving you in the middle of the room with the, that weird smile on your face eating shit hey okay anyway do you guys like shit <laughs> um okay carly asks if you know the apocalypse is definitely happening in the next five minutes do you want to know no me neither well, that was easy yeah you'll like this one ashley asks What's each of your favorite Stephen King movie and or book? Mm. Uh, movie Pet Cemetery, book It. What about you? Um, I I guess movie. I'm not sure. I guess Stand by Me. Mm-hmm. Book The Stand. Mm. And I didn't do that on purpose. Having the word stand in both. Didn't you? But I love the book, The Stand, so much. Yeah. I just got so into it when I was 12. I couldn't believe what I was looking at. Mom, you're not <laughs> supposed to let your babies read Stephen King. Uh, it was at a vacation, like, rental house oh, on a lake. shit. That just, like, had books available? Yes. <gasps> so there was this moldy old uh, bookshelf that had all kinds of, like, yes. easy readers. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So nobody really, it's not like my mom bought me that okay. book. It or like even knew like, you were getting it. No, everyone was on their own. It was vacation. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> here's a easy. Bonnie wants to know if Karen, if we'd rather have snakes for arms or a mouthful of bees. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> for how long? Forever? These options. It's like, do you want to live in hell or special hell? Right. Do you want to live in hell or, her- or hell where you're scared of your own arms? <laughs> well, Vince is scared of snakes, so I feel like I'd have to have a mouthful of bees. No, yeah, because he'd be good with that. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, because he's not scared of a girl with a fucking mouthful of bees. I mean, like, how do you drive with a mouthful of bees? You have to keep your mouth shut the whole time and then open it do when you, you drive with your mouth? I mean, it does. Oh, because then they'd be in the car. Exactly. Do they stay in your mouth? Probably. The bee impact, like, it feels like you could control snake arm impact. Sure. Whereas the bee, you'd just be like, oh my God. Or like yeah, you're yeah. gesturing to someone, go ahead. And then there's 50 bees in your car. So you're going with snakes. I have to do snake arms. Okay. Well, we're going to make a fine pair. <laughs> uh,. Okay, well, this is more of a, this is more of a Q of a, Q and a question, sorry. Will you both tell us, this is from Becca, will you both tell us how you got your pets and how they got their names? Okay. You want to go first? Go ahead. Okay, I got Elvis, uh, I don't know how to say this, because I didn't, I paid for him, but it wasn't like at a mill or any, like a store. It was just this family in Marin who had Siamese, their cats, and they had kittens, that's fine. But it's not okay these days. But this was 2004. I mean, look, it wasn't a mill that's important. Yeah. And it was basically just, they were like, look, we have Siamese, ca- our cat had Siamese cats and they don't come easy. Right. So someone's going to give us money for exactly. these. Exactly. And yeah. I did. And I, yeah. And I, we went over there to take a look. It was my ex. And I looked, there was a couple kittens to choose from. I looked down and this one looks up at me with his crossed eyes. And I was like, this is our fucking cat. <laughs> this is my cat. Wow. Um, and then I was sitting on my bed with him and my ex, my ex's dad had, uh, had had a signed photo of El. Elvis, and I was just staring out into the hallway trying to think of a name for him and I saw the, the painting or the p- picture and I was like oh my god that's totally his name I just oh, nice. at that moment that's great you want to do one of yours um yes yeah, we just do one each sure I got my dog George after I got divorced and I was scared to be in my house by myself oh. and I kept hearing weird noises I've told the story mm-hmm. when I thought there was a person breaking in it was the raccoon mm-hmm. um so I was getting really scared to be home alone at night and then I was like oh my god it's the perfect chance I can finally get a dog because I wanted one for a long time and uh, so I just went and got her she was I got her because it was at the Glendale um, SPCA and or the pound over there and she they bring the dogs over into a little park to Mm -hmm. show you each dog because it's a smaller Mm -hmm. um, pound and when they brought her over all the other dogs just seemed like standard dogs Mm -hmm. when they brought her over she didn't run and try to like lick me or anything she went around this little park and picked up all the toys and (gasps) brought them into the center of the park oh my god and I was like she's like doing she's made a plan of how she's gonna get out of here and I really respected her mind Oh, wow. Yeah. She's like a beautiful mind, dude. She was. She was just like, I will bring you all the treasures. <laughs> and then I the, I named her George Lopez. And this It was a very dumb inside joke with my friend Greg Barrett, who made a hilarious joke. It was. It's so stupid, it's not even worth explaining. But it was basically an inside joke. Okay. But and George is a good name. George is a good name. I, I really should have named her like Georgie. Um, or just something easier to explain. But um, it does suit her. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, okay, let's see. All right, are we gonna get like, you know, personal? Let's see. Why not? Um, okay, so here's one. Kara asks, which hometown murders are your favorites or which have stuck with you long after you read them? I mean, for me, Swiss cheese pervert is forever. <laughs> You'll never forget I'll, that. It makes me laugh every time we talk about it. Anytime someone adds on to it, I love it. Yeah, my favorite are the ones of like, can you believe my parents almost 
killed me when I was a kid. Yes. Yeah. Anytime there's like my, can you believe my parent put me in the trunk of the car and <laughs> drove us home? Just those real like, uh, yeah, it's a real slice of life. Yeah. Story. Yeah. 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 Or especially because it's like, God, they were allowed to get away with so much in the 80s. Those yes. kinds of. This is very specific to like people in this state. But Georgia, what this is from Catherine. Um, what? California Freeway best describes your personality and why? <laughs> oh, uh, I think that the Arroyo Seco, the one, the part of the 110 that goes through, it's the oldest freeway in Los Angeles, <laughs> the original freeway, and it goes through like parts of Pasadena, and it's so old that they're still, because cars went so slow that the on-ramps are stop signs, <laughs> yes. and you just have to fucking book it and get onto the freeway, and I'm an insane driver, so <laughs> to me, it's like a race track, and I just think it's so much fun. It's also like vintage vintage and classy and has like beautiful details and everything i couldn't agree more that that is the perfect description <laughs> um i would say i'm the 170 i'm Whoa. kind of like you have to be you have to live here to know about it sure. to know about the benefits of it it's kind of on this it's over on the side it's low-key but there's people that really depend on it mm -hmm. it gets and, you from, from good like from places that you didn't know you can get to so quickly it's like yes, secret it's secret right. it's shortcutty and eventually i'm gonna drop you off at six flags why <laughs> did I take a sip of water <laughs> eventually in our friendship Karen in your friendship with Karen she'll always take you I will get, I'll take you to roller coaster town that's right um, okay if you could only read one book for the rest of your life or you can read them oh you can only you can read them over and over but only one book which one would you choose asks Brandy shit I mean I guess it's going to be something along the lines of obviously like a Silence of the Lambs. Uh -huh. It's going to be a procedural. It's probably going to be a crime novel of some kind, but it's going to need enough stuff in it. I almost said um, The Da Vinci Code simply because Dan <laughs> Brown put so much shit into that. Yeah. Like there's so many things. There's like different parts. I'm like you're reading a bunch of I've never read it, but a bunch of books. Yeah, he just he just went. He was like, what is the densest plot I can put into this book? So do you learn a lot from it, too? Kind of. I think you have to know things already, mm. which is a real detriment for me. But it's like, oh, yeah, that big uh, fountain and Rome. Oh, I sure. know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Did yeah. You yeah. know about that fountain in Rome? Then sure. you can talk about that at parties. That's right. The fountain in Rome. But only like how there's like a dismembered head in it or sure. something. Um, mine is, and I've read it 16 times maybe, and I'm still obsessed with it, is Middlesex by Jeffrey Genides, I think is how you say his name. Uh -huh. It is just one of the most beautifully written books I've ever fucking read. I adore it so much. I think everyone should read it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you I know books that are better written than the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> but it's fun. Like I'm trying yeah. to think of keeping it fresh. Do you know what this? That's why I love Middlesex. Is it goes? It does go back and forth. So there, are, it feels like there's a bunch of different stories in it. Yes. Now that and I think about it, I should have said something. Something Joan Didion. <laughs> nah, whatever. Would you really though? I mean, I love her writing. It's incredible. But yeah, it's not. I don't know. I just want to be entertained. Yeah. Um, Carmen asks. Mm -hmm. Would you rather always have a popcorn kernel stuck in your teeth or have Cheetos all over your fingers? Oh, no. Always. Always. Popcorn. What about you? Yeah, popcorns. I find when you have Cheeto powder on your fingers, it's very shaming. Yeah. You look like a, a little fat kid. You do. Yeah. And uh, 
And it gets everywhere. Everyone's going to notice it. And it, it's hard to get off. Like, yes. you need a damp napkin. Yeah. So Or your teeth. Do you sh- ever scrape it off? <laughs> That's what I do when you, you're alone. You let it build up. Uh-huh. You eat, like, 20 in a row. Ugh. And instead of sucking it off as you go, let it build up and then scrape it off. Almost like a fruit roll-up on your own thumb. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you if I once was at a barbecue place and saw a dude... You know how you lick your fingers and it's, like, fine when you're alone, but it's kind of gross when you else do it yes he put all four fingers into his mouth at once and no. and pulled them out and he was like on a date no and i was just like oh i'll never forget that did he make a noise like did it make a noise I when he pulled it back don't out i don't think i was close enough to hear it but there's no way it couldn't and he probably was just like Ugh. it wasn't even like a smacking i Ugh. have one of my favorite people in the world a very good friend of mine he used to do that where when he was finishing up eating he would suck up yes that thing and he didn't it was very unconscious yes. it was because he really enjoyed his food sure and i remember i would watch him do it and be like if i didn't love you so yeah. much this would infuriate me it's just funny what boys like or people don't don't haven't learned yet because they're at, just fresh out of the house or don't have to ever learn that right. girls do right it's like, don't you think i want to fucking suck every finger yeah <clears throat> that came out strong <laughs> that was a strong taste and a weird quote if you just take it by its <laughs> <laughs> don't you oh me i forgot uh, let's see oh, oh hi. hi elvis we do have a question for you actually that's right Whoop! <laughs> he almost <laughs> fell off the couch rachel w- wants to know do you actually give elvis a cookie at the end of each episode and the answer is absolutely he demands it he would scream in our fucking faces if not and that's how he's gotten trained so perfectly yeah he actually mm-hmm. comes in at the end of almost to the end of every show and knows it's time yeah he gets the vibe darren asks if you had three time jumps when would you jump to <gasps> what are the three eras that you would like to go visit i'd love to as an adult go into the 80s no i wouldn't fuck the 80s Okay, 1940s, late 1800s, maybe 1850s, 1970s. 1970s instead of 80s. Yeah, I'd definitely like to go back to the 70s. It was so weird. Like, that's my... Those are my most distant childhood memories. Mm -hmm. And it's like, everything was brown, everything was orange, everyone had long hair, and everyone was unattractive. And yet, Mm -hmm. that was the world that we all lived in. Everyone was a ragamuffin in some way. Yeah, it was like very... The trend of like keeping it together had not started it was weird <laughs> so weird. do your best was not a thing yet Mm-mm, not at all it was like take it easy was yeah. what was going on yeah. so seven i'd say 70s mm-hmm. um i would say yeah a victorian england mm-hmm. whenever that is um a, you know i guess jack the ripper time 1888 yeah, yeah, yeah. would be pretty thrilling to go back to 1888 totally. london Whitechapel. um and then I think something weird, like something medieval, maybe, yeah. or or maybe Transylvanian, <laughs> yes, or like creepy monks in the twelve hundreds yeah. or something. I wouldn't want to stay there long though, because I think there was, you know, like four hundred years where it was just overt religious oppression yeah. and like the, you know, whenever the Spanish Inquisition was. For some reason or another, you're not surviving any of those fucking eras. Hell one no. is serial killers, and one is. Uh, p- a pox on you and your family. Right. 
There's actually a time though, you know what it is? It's the, is it the enlightenment or the whatever? But it was like after the dark ages when everyone died, like literally half the people on the planet died mm-hmm. of the black plague. Mm-hmm. And so then suddenly there was land for people. There was enough food for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's how the, is it either the reformation or the enlightenment? That's how it happened mm-hmm. is because suddenly everybody could be healthy because everyone died off. And all those strong people survived. And you want to come at them and fucking... I want to be in that era. Where after they bury the bodies. Yes. The, when it smells the least. Yes. And people start going, ooh, I'm going to look at my painting of an angel. It's going to be nuts. <laughs> I want to be there for that. Whenever that was. Okay, cool. Um, 1505. Okay. <laughs> hey, Karen. Yeah? Would you rather be covered in fish scales or feathers? <laughs> Obviously feathers. <laughs> Who asked that? Oh, sorry. Uh, that was Catherine. Catherine. Obviously feathers. Catherine, this is a very private question. <laughs> but yeah, I think if it's going to, it was going to help me fly feathers 100%. But if I get covered in fish scales and then I'm able to swim like a fish. Oh, I'd rather fly. I think I'd rather fly. Yeah. Cause just because you have scales doesn't mean you have gills. Right. Smart. Right? So smart. Don't let her trick you. I'm not. Catherine is trying to get you to drown. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine's trying to drown me. <laughs> Why are you doing that, Catherine? Okay, let's see. <laughs> this is good. Alexandra asks, if you could create a magic vending machine that vended any single thing you wanted, what would you have it vend and how much would it cost people? <laughs> so, like, anything for anyone? Yes. Hmm. And the cost. And the cost. Uh... The first thing I think of is EpiPens. Oh. That'd be really nice. And let's not have them be crazy. Martin Shkreli, you piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Let's have them be like, you can get an EpiPen for 20 bucks. Okay, great. I want to say emergency anxiety puppies, but I don't want them to be held in like a vending machine. No, that that would be. (laughs) That sounds cruel. So you're saying dead dogs for people that are nervous? (laughs) What about, okay, can my vending machine... No, not dead no. Dogs. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> Can my vending machine be like a plush, happy home that's got you know acres of land? To okay, and then they can get a puppy, <laughs> but it all ends in with like a one thing. Yeah, is a vending dispenser? yeah is a vending machine? Is there a definition or can I can it be what I want? I it feels like, like it can be what you. want. I feel like this is yeah, it's not actually going to happen. So it can be whatever I want. So that's what I want. A puppy when someone's having an anxiety attack. Yeah. 20 bucks again. Let's see. And then a, a puppy garbage can right next to it when you're done. <laughs> Those things are expensive. I fucking buy so much. Oh, recycle. Food. You recycle oh, the puppy. Recycle and live, everybody. Yes. Um, think globally but then go ahead and act locally but with those puppies go ahead and grab yourself a puppy <laughs> an emergency anxiety puppy um oh that was mine oh shit okay i keep Quit putting this. them all the way down <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> hey karen christy yeah. wants to know what odd smell you actually enjoy um skunk i actually got That's a good one overtly mocked i said that out loud in carpool in third grade oh. and Every kid, <sighs> for some reason, we had like 30 kids in our carpool. There was always so many I feel many like children. you're imagining that. There was, wrong. no, there was hundreds of kids in this station wagon. <laughs> and I said, we drove by a skunk. The 70s. Which, yeah, right? There <laughs> just was put no, as many people in a we car. We didn't have to wear seatbelts. There was no limit. Um, we, because we lived out in the country, right. we would be, we experienced smells of all kinds. And there was, people were always hitting skunks. So we went through a particularly pungent skunk cloud and every, all the kids went, Ew! and I being the, 
young punk rock rebel that I am. Oh, when God, in third I, grade. I actually kind of like that smell. And then... Ew, Karen's a skunk yeah, lover. For so long. For so long. <sighs> and then I was just like sitting there like, I have to get out of this town. Yeah. And you did. Yeah. The, the next day. How about you? <laughs> uh, I've said Elvis's breath before, but I think... Okay. Dry saliva. You know that really? smell? Really? <laughs> Do you know what smell I'm talking about? Yes. Because when I was a kid, when I was like until way too old for it to be appropriate, I sucked my thumb. Oh, right. And held onto my blanket with my little blankie with the same hand. And so I, I would move the blankie around so I could smell the blanket because I was like obsessed with smells. Yes. And so there were parts of it that just smelled like my dried saliva. <laughs> and so now even when I smell something that smells like it, I am comforted by it. That's funny. It's gross. That's, I mean, I just, that's such a, that's such a good one. It's such, I would have never guessed that. It's so good. And I can't describe the smell at all. No, it's real specific though. I think everyone knows that smell. Yeah. But you want someone, someone who's dried saliva, who they also love flossing. And that's key. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably not anyone, just for anyone's dried saliva. No, not just any, anyone who happens. You know, not anyone. Okay, I think you'll like this. Okay. Wait, did I do smells? You just did I think I did. Alexandra asks, describe your perfect grilled cheese (gasps) meal. Oh my God. What cheeses, how much, what bread, any side, any drink. Fucking amazing. Okay. Uh, Sourdough? Yes. Ooh, or rye. (gasps) (gasps) Have a sourdough rye. Shit. Yeah. They have that? They fucking absolutely have that. Now in my in my mind, uh, <laughs> in your mind's in my mind, and that's like the big slices too. You know, like so it's not just a small sandwich, right? Sourdough rye, uh, like, and it would be a mix of like cheddar and maybe some mozzarella and what other kind of cheeses are there? Jack. Ja- I don't care about Jack. I like a little pepper. <laughs> well, jack. you asked me, <laughs> and then I said no. <laughs> so a couple different cheeses, and then tomato. I love tomato in a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. I also love to dip it in ketchup. Oh, me too. Don't, you know. 100%. Buttery as fuck. Yes. And then uh, sweet potato tater tots on oh. the side. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a really nice glass of red wine <laughs> with it. Beautiful. Do you love that? Um, What's yours? I think mine's very similar, except for I would do straight up sourdough. Mm-hmm. Cooked well. So oh, that, like that bread is toasted up nice. It better be crispy as fuck. It needs to be crispy. Brown. It's also great if they can get a little accidental cheese <gasps> on the outside. So it's like crispy and griddled. Yeah. Oh, so you good. get some of that like cr- cheese crisp. Yes. I would like, I would maybe like, <laughs> I don't mind American cheese yeah. in this scenario because okay. of the texture. Just American cheese? Well, if they could do a American cheddar that doesn't taste like a chemical plant mm-hmm. that's great okay essentially it's any one like it's basically a diner grilled cheese sandwich yes, for sure and then regular shoestring fries mm. dip i dip mine in ketchup as well mm-hmm. um don't judge everyone no it's really delicious it is it actually brings it all together bacon in there no just classic the tomatoes are too slippery <sighs> i don't like i don't like a half cooked fucking tomato i don't know why i love it invasion <laughs> Uh, I don't mind a, some chicken noodle soup Ooh. on the side of that. Is that what your drink is? If it, <laughs> iced on ice with and a straw. Get a mug of an iced chicken noodle soup with a, a chicken straw. noodle soup milkshake on oh the side. God, yeah, that's good. Oh, it's my turn now. My now my saliva is mine. Can let me smell it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Okay. Uh. 
Bridget wants to know if you could live in any movie as yourself, not as a character, what movie would that be? Amadeus. What? Picture it. <laughs> How fuck? hilarious. There's like a girl in black sweatpants <laughs> and a black v-neck shirt just standing over on the side and Amadeus like, look at these guys go. Look at these idiots. Look at these outfits. How do they put these on every day? I really love that movie so much. We were just talking about it at work today. I love it so much and that the like the art design in that movie mm-hmm. and the, everything about it is so ornate and insane and beautiful like it would be i would love to be in any of those places for real and seeing all those people in those outfits that's great yeah the first thing that came to my mind and i don't know why is notting hill it just always seemed like a really charming place movie to be in sure you know yep um and then the next one was who framed roger rabbit (laughs) so i feel like that's the one yeah. That would be pretty fun. I think I would thrive in that atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And just that I love, I'd always loved, I thought that was such a brilliant concept of like people having to interact with cartoons and what that means yeah. for both. Yeah. It's fascinating. Good one. Thank you, too. Um, thank you. Thank you. Georgia Whitney asks, uh huh. What celebrity could you actually see yourself marrying? I'm married already. This is just conceptual. Okay. It won't be held against you. Okay. Um, it's like, so, okay, here's the thing. Sliding doors. You never met kay. Vince. Kay. You're, you're still here mucking around in the horrible <laughs> singles life that is living in Los Angeles. Okay. She said with a silent tear running down her cheek. Um, who's yours? Cause yours, it could be re- yours. Let's, it could be fucking real. Let's put it out into the universe. Um, it has to be a scars guard or a scars guard. <laughs> it could be real only if it's a scars guard right. or a scars guard. No, I think the fir- the one that came to mind first and the one that feels great mm. is Mark Ruffalo. Even though I know oh. he's married, he has children, he's like all about it. Oh, he's such a husband. He's a man. He's like a real man. He's not like, he's not like a hot boy. He's, yeah. He's to me, like if he pulled up Jake Ryan Dude. style and was waiting for you outside an event and he's just like, hey, I just wanted to, I, I'd, I, I'd, I might run. It would be so exciting because he's just like there. Run into his arms. I might run straight into his arms. I love it. Okay. It'd have to be, um, for me, a Duplass brother. Really? I think the one from, which one's the one from Transparent? I don't know. Jerry? (laughs) Is it Jerry the Rebel? Steven, look it up. Is it Pierre? (laughs) Nope, keep going. Change it's not Pierre Duplass. It's Leslie. It's Leslie. Leslie Duplass. Leslie Duplass. The one with the long mustache? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the short mustache. The one Jay. With the, the it's f- Jay, isn't it, Steven? Uh, is that too real? I feel like that might be too real. No, I think it, people it want Jay. it. It Jay. is Jay. Jay Duplass. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. He makes good documentaries. He makes great stuff. He's cute. He looks Jewish. He's not. Neither is Vince, so clearly it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right. I like that pick. He's a great actor. Okay, thank you. Georgia, is there anything scarier than trying to log into an account and it tells you that your password is incorrect? And then you try again and it's the same thing. And after a few more failed attempts, big red letters appear saying you've been locked out and your account is suspended. That happens to me all the time, Karen. But... 
scary password stories can have happy endings if you give 1Password a try. 1Password is a user-friendly password management system. It's trusted by consumers, families, small businesses, and large-scale enterprises. If you're tired of being the family member everyone texts for a streaming login or the unofficial keeper of all those shared work credentials, it's time for you to pass the torch to 1Password. They allow for secure login sharing. With 1Password, you can securely store more than just passwords, autofill everything from usernames to payment details and personal info. They'll also notify you about potential data breaches. 1Password saves everyone time. And in many cases, that save time equals money saved. The accounting department will thank you. Don't just listen to us. I mean, you should, but don't just do that. <laughs> the Associated Press uses 1Password to secure their sensitive information in high-risk areas. Right now, our listeners can get a two-week free trial at onepasswordcom MFM. That's two free weeks at one, as in the number one, password.com slash MFM. OnePassword.com slash MFM. Goodbye. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Deborah's starting some shit here. She wants to know if there's anything in your upcoming book that you're either really excited or nervous for people to read about. Is there one story that you fretted over? No, I mean, the whole thing, because it's a <laughs> memoir. So it's like, there's all kinds of honesty and true stories and shit that we delve into that we were forced there's a lot of vulnerability. We were forced into vulnerability uh-huh. and it's difficult. I would say there's there the one uh, that I wrote about how to be a latchkey kid is my favorite. It's my favorite. I'm excited to see. So you're nervous and, ex- and excitement. You're excited for it. Well, what's the question? Um, it's not which one you like the best. It's uh, is there anything that you're either really excited? Oh, yeah, you're wrong. I'm wrong. It's excited. You're not. <laughs> oh, wrong. yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> excited or nervous for people to read about. Yeah, yeah. All so apologies. That That's nice. It'd be that one. And then I like nervous in general, of yeah. course, entirely um, because it's I think it's we're just going to keep on learning how vulnerable we became. Yeah. Because um, it's so normal to us that with the stories we told and feel like you wrote about that. Yeah. I wrote, but the one I wrote about, and I had told you about it, and the first time I ever told anyone about it was you in the podcast, is going up on a mountain to take photos with a photographer I barely knew alone. Yeah. And it gets, there's a lot more shit to it that yeah. I didn't talk about with you. And it's just kind of a scary, a, a name changing, scary, you know, I had to change names in it and shit. Scary story that is really exposing that I'm, I'm nervous about. Yeah. But I'm also excited to tell it. So. Well, good. Yeah. Well, then let me just ask you this. Aaron wants to know, but I'm asking. Okay. You're fighting crime and you get a supernaturally intelligent animal sidekick. Would you rather have a gorilla or a bear? (laughs) (laughs) I've always wanted a pet bear. Same here. Yeah. Same here. So cute. I mean, the idea that a bear would be smart so they wouldn't like maul the shit out of you. Yeah. And would just hang out with you. and. Essentially a dog then. Yeah. A big dog that smells. But a dog that you could sit in like one of those children's oversized chairs. 
like a husband, like the pill husband pillows. <laughs> you know those? Yeah. Um, hey, let's ask one for Stephen. Okay. Uh, that Stephen could answer. Um, hey, Stephen, Christine wants to know how did Stephen become the sound engineer? Did you know him previously? I mean, I was just a fan of both of yours. And, oh, and why didn't you say that sooner? No, I should have opened with that. Um, no, and just in getting into podcast producing, and I uh, asked Georgia to be on the percast, and Georgia was like, "Oh, you seem to know what you're doing. Would you want to ever do more of this?" Like, I'm starting a little true crime podcast <laughs> with Karen Kogareff. Like, and I was like, "Hell yeah, I'd love to do this. This is like the most fun thing in the world." So. And you lived like a block from me yes. at the time yes, too, which right. was great. Uh, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're fired. We oh. didn't, but you didn't know Stephen before Percast, right? We had met a few times, like at Meltdown. Yeah, yeah, just through going to comedy shows. Yeah. And, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Not me. I didn't know Stephen no. at all. Brand new. And I tried to have him fired a couple times. <laughs> just a couple. Georgia Courtney asks, "What are your thoughts on psychics, mediums, and the like?" I think they're cool and fun, but it really frustrates me when I listen or hear about an old or current investigation that like legitimately uses them because i think it's just impossible and it's a waste of funds and time you're totally wrong <laughs> um you're 100 wrong it's real didn't you ever see psychic investigators that series no. and it's like these grisly old cops that you can tell are not in any way woo woo at all mm -hmm. and they find a person that's like yeah you're gonna need to drive up here and then they find the body no way i swear to god i think it's called psychic investigators i'll watch it and i will I, it will make you a believer. Okay. It's I want to, cool. I want to believe. I think it's like, personally, I think it's, pers it's case by case. There's definitely a lot of phonies out there. Like anything. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are f totally full of shit. And then I also think there's people that were born with different perceptions and have known things and do know things. And like you, it can't be explained. But it's like not helpful if it's not specific. It has to be so specific to be like, I see that they're buried it near a lake or some shit. And it's like, well, they actually the cops spend or the, you know, the investigation spends money on those, that, those people. Right, and sometimes they find them. And you know what else? You're right, and also, it also... <laughs> Are you yes-anding me? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, and I am. Uh, it also gets uh, publicity for the case, too, So that's and then so maybe that'll stir some memories up and shit. The only thing where I think it's, it, it is awful is those people that fucking try to prey on the families. Right. Those people should be killed. <laughs> Uh, by a different psychic who's right. Yeah. With their mind. Okay. That was a bit strong. But I, I do think those are, you, you get the true sociopaths on the lowest of the low where they're like, I can reunite you with your mm -hmm. departed loved one. That's just the meanest thing you could ever do. Okay. And the cheapest thing you could ever do. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like you don't agree with me. No, I agree with you. Like, okay. I just don't know how you can tell those people from the real ones, though. Like, what if those, the real what if those ones people get results. think they're legit? The too, real though? ones get results. But you won't get, if you don't keep their own shit out there, what if you don't, what if you think you're right? Well, yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's a whole spectrum of, like, it's not black and white. There's all these gray areas in the middle. But there are, oh. I mean, like, I wish I could just show you this one episode of, of Psychic Investigators where Send the lady was like, I need to tell you something because I dreamed it. <gasps> And let's drive up to this place. Was it Teresa Caputo? It, she was Teresa Caputo-esque, <laughs> but she, her hair was not blonde. She had that feel. She was like, I know uh, that lady. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. My turn. Yeah. Caitlin wants to know, would you rather be alone forever or be with the person of your dreams? Perfect in every way, Karen, except that person has lobster claws for hands. A hundred percent lobster claws. Yeah, you can handle lobster claws. You'd probably eventually come to really love lobster claws. Prefer lobster claws. Yes, because the person's perfect in every way. Then he knows how to fucking wield those lobster claw hands. That's asked, the question was asked by a person that's never been alone in their fucking life. Or been with someone with lobster claws. <laughs> Which are amazing. Which happen to be. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> um... <laughs> Colleen wants to know, and I don't know why, if you were butter, what would you spread yourself on? <laughs> Colleen, what's happening? My grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> My lover's lobster claws. Ooh. <gasps> Karen, that is so dirty. And this is Q&A after midnight. Can we talk about how excited Rin Scott when we pulled up in, uh, in what was it, Charleston and... There was a fucking red lobster across the street. <laughs> it was so close to our hotel. It looked like the hotel was like in mm-hmm. in, junct- in conjunction with. Started rambling about Cheddar Bay biscuits, and it was over. He was like, he's I'm still there. Over. It's so funny. We left him there. He was excited. Mm-hmm. I was like, sorry, that sounds like fish. I can't. <laughs> oh right. I can't do it. Someone's Christina wants to know Do you record all your live shows? How do you know which show recordings to post? And will we ever hear some of these show recordings That do not get posted? Oh, it sounds like someone needs to join the fan cult Well, excuse me, Christina It turns out that we're posting old episodes That we've never posted Or old shows that we've never posted as episodes Every month on the fan cult And one's about to drop on Friday And we haven't picked which one it is yet Um, Chris asks Who was your childhood crush? Corey Feldman Oh, really? Yeah Wow. A hundred, a hundred times over. Yeah. So in love with him. I, you know, it's funny. For some reason, we started watching clips of the outsiders at work today. I loved C. Thomas Howell so uh-huh. much. So much. Did I tell you the story already? Maybe. Um, I love C. Thomas Howell from the outsiders. And he was also just like, you know, the tiger beat. Mm. teen uh, for the next you know five years or whatever Mm -hmm. and I used to have this thing all the time when I was younger like if we would go to the beach on the weekend with like I'd go with my family when I was 12 I'd get ready but I'd be like get ready just in case (gasps) see Thomas Howell's I would always it always is this thing of just in case yeah get ready as if so cut to 30 years later probably and we go to see the movie Red Dawn at the New Art Theater here in LA Uh and um, I of course have a very large sweatshirt on no makeup you didn't get ready for C. Thomas didn't get ready and then the guy goes up into the front of the theater is like it's the 1985 film Red Dawn and we're so excited because tonight C. Thomas Howell is here and he fucking stands up he was like two rows in front of me and I was just sitting there like no way like the time that I I mean it was I'd done it a lot but it was just like oh this I should have gotten ready why didn't I get ready and then after they showed the movie which is delightful he got up in front of the movie theater and just started talking massive shit about like just telling Hollywood stories and talking about it was so funny he was just being really real like this that movie was like the fourth movie he'd done with Patrick Swayze and he's like man I was sick of that asshole like it was like that where the whole theater was just 
enthralled. It was so exciting. I really, I love that. And speaking of Patrick Swayze, I was in love with him as a kid and I, Dirty Dancing, I saw in fourth grade, got a perm because I wanted to look like <laughs> Jennifer Grey so of bad. Of course. Obsessed with it. Favorite movie ever. We recently put it on and it is so problematic and troubling. Yes. That this 16 year old girl is fucking what essentially is a 30 something year old man. At least 30. At least 30 something. It's so there are so many problems and yet I was it was like my first time that I ever was like oh I want to grow up and fuck someday like I just was like this is it I want to be and do this all of it (laughs) this is what love is this is how it is well another thing I think is kind of problematic in that is that yeah he's kind of supposed to have this like there's another woman in his life yeah and he's really mean to her up until like the very end horribly mean really rude not that cool and her poor father what's his name jerry orbach who's the most amazing man and like how can you how can you disobey jerry orbach i know jennifer gray (laughs) so not not that anymore that's so funny that's a good one denise wants to know if you could know the truth behind every conspiracy, but you would instantly die if you hinted that you knew the truth, would you want to know? I'm not a good secret keeper. I want to know. I feel like the burden of knowing would kill mm. me. Like, if right now, all of a sudden, I was like, aliens are real. They live directly under this city. Here's who could kill JFK. Yeah. Like, the whole thing, it would just be like one, your mind would like, yeah. quite literally be blown out. Like, probably it would just fuse out. Yeah. Just, just kind of dribble <laughs> out of your ear. Um, but I think I would want to go for it. Yeah. Because I'm just, it's just so interesting to me. Yeah. To like all the, like, what are the pyramids for? Yeah. It, is it? What if it's not a conspiracy though and you don't get a no? Oh, like it doesn't count? They're like, they just wanted to build a thing. Oh. <laughs> it's not a I'm like, I'm only here for the pyramids. It's, it's just a tomb. They just it's, wanted no, it. No, <laughs> it's supposed to be a big gener- yeah. light generator. And then what if, like, what if, light <laughs> generator? <laughs> what if, um, what if, what's his name did kill JFK and it was, there was no conspiracy at all? I'd be, I'd be at least okay then with that. Then you'd at least know too. Yes. I would more, I would more want to know of like the cryptozoology type of like, mm. do we actually have a Bigfoot in captivity? Lizard people. The lizard people. Uh, that are in, center uh, of the earth conspiracy stuff. In charge of the government right now. That's right. Um, yeah, I want to know all that stuff. I think I wouldn't because A, what's the point of knowing really cool, interesting things if you don't get to tell people about them at parties and shit? Good point. Like, and you don't get like to be known as the person who knows everything. What a fucking boring life. Yeah, what am I talking about? I would like, that would be the worst for me. Right. And then also, too, it's like so much fun to speculate and so much fun to try to find out the truth, quote, or, you know, like what you think is the truth. Yes. Then what's, if you just knew, it'd be like, oh, well, I guess I'm not, what am I going to do late at night scrolling when I, you know? (laughs) You just sit there like rocking back and forth. Yeah. So I'm never going to look up Jean Benet again. I mean, but the thing is, I've watched so many episodes of Ancient Aliens and I just would love to know Mm -hmm. a couple things. There's some stuff happening Japan I just would really love to know the answer what? to I'll tell you this <laughs> when I die <gasps> what if I die she's like you must know the truth turns out I knew that this whole time which that, one which one tell me well this the most recent episode of ancient aliens I actually watched it when we were on tour mm-hmm. and there was just this whole thing about this Shinto religion it's like 5,000 years old and it has a lot of symbolism that they interpret of course because they interpret everything on ancient aliens mm-hmm. as being from mm-hmm. uh 
messengers from beyond the sky or whatever that narrator does. <laughs> Let's be on the sky. Uh, I, that's not what he says. Um, it sounded okay to me, though. No, but there's good. like a couple th- there's like Shinto um, temples in Japan where there's mm. things that they there no one can explain it type of thing. Mm. But only like they they only only certain people have access. But they were showing pictures of and you're like what clearly they might that's look a like. fucking alien. It's a <laughs> spacecraft or whatever. Well, right? there's like masks from five thousand years ago where they're like how did they make a mask sure. out of metal that also has a, like the eyes are poking out like sticks Whoa. where they're like, why would they make eyes look, look like that? Unless they're like trying to show lasers coming Laser through eyes. fucking eyeballs or something of aliens. It's just fascinating. I love it. I know too. I don't want to, how about we let, how about we make Steven know? And, and then he has to die no, for us. Yeah, okay, like okay. Jesus, he has to die for us. <laughs> what if that, what if the truth of the, um, that mask, I don't even know if that was actually from Japan or for somewhere else, mm-hmm. but the long eyed mask, the person that made it's like, I just fucked up that one mask. Yeah. Like, don't go crazy. One time I, got, I saw a guy who got sticks poked in his eyes. And so I made a mask it, just to represent it. It bummed me out and I wanted to work through it by aliens, by aliens, but there really are aliens. <laughs> <laughs> did you just do by men in? But I did. Good. I did. Um, I had to. Okay, your turn. Emma asks if you could have your food water taste like one thing for the rest <laughs> of your life, what would it be? Food and water only taste like one more thing, one thing forever. Yeah, dry <laughs> saliva. <laughs> yeah. oh. God, beef jerky. <laughs> really? Maybe. Yeah. Crackers. Beef jerky. Beef jerky. Because, like, I feel like I want to say like chocolate, but I think. I don't always love sweet, so I feel like I'd get really fucking sweet of chocolate. Yeah. Sick of sweets. Chocolate. Yes. yes. Jesus. So, but beef jerky, savory. I don't, True. I bet beef jerky water would sell really well. <laughs> How much you want to bet? That's what's in my vending machine. That's good. Beef jerky water. It's How much? $500 a Nice. Bottle. Good. All you- Only the rich can taste this delicious product. That's right. <laughs> and you can make it yourself by just sticking a, a hole through a Slim Jim and sucking water through it. Right. It's a straw. What's yours? Um, that's also a good invention. Boom. Slim Jim straws. <laughs> Stop hurting turtles. God, Start how- hurting yourself. <laughs> how good would that be in a Bloody Mary? A Slim Jim straw. Don't, you better t- trademark that. Why am I not working for a restaurant? No, you have to get out of here now. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think I love nectarines so much <gasps> uh, that I, d- I think I could do nectarines and not be mad about it. That's a much better one. They're delicious. <laughs> that's great. A real one. A good one yeah, that's yeah, yeah. ripe and all that. Not like nectarine flavor. Not no, nectarine no. candy flavor. No, no, no. No. Okay. Legit nectarine. All right. I dig it. If there's a God powerful enough to ask this question, then they can make a real nectarine I flavor. I think so. I hope so. Melanie asks us, what is your most useless talent? <laughs> That's a great question. That is a great question. I am. Hold on. Let me think. Because I was just. Mm. Oh, no, it's not useless, though. Petting cats is actually a really useful talent. I would say mine is in that moment after somebody brings delivery to my house. Mm-hmm. Um the I turn around sometimes if I feel insecure or self-conscious. No. I'll turn around and pretend I'm calling to people that are in the house like and I'm really good at making it sound realistic where I'm like, okay, come you guys, come on. <laughs> you can throw your voice and be like, is the food here? The food's, the food's here. here. But I do it. It's very like downplayed. I'm not excited yeah. or whatever. It's just like, why, why haven't you come out of the office yet? type of thing so i think that i have i've <laughs> fooled so many postmates 
into believing there's one other person in my house to eat with me. I have a question on top of that. Okay. Because this happened to me the other night. What's the most amount of silverware they've given you in an order? Because <laughs> we got four fucking silverwares the other night or like plasticware. What's the most you've ever gotten? Well, here's the thing. Okay. And this is going to, I'm really going to reveal something. Okay. But sometimes I get insecure. Like if I'll order um, a medium pizza and a salad or whatever, then yeah. I'll be like, this seems like too much food. So I'll just get two drinks. Oh. So it just oh. is like, there's potentially two people here. I thought you were going to say like two entrees just to be like, see, there's two people here. Oh, yeah. No, no. Is that like room service too? You do that? Well, it just depends. If I already have a drink, then I won't do it. Okay. And I don't really care about room service because they're, they've seen things that are like, yeah. no one should ever and see. And it's not weird to be alone in a hotel room. No. And, and, and usually I think it's just sometimes I'll order, um, Postmates and get, I'll be like, Oh, I'll eat that tomorrow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or do some weird thing yeah. where then I just don't want, I don't know. Okay. I, the, the, Eating disorder mentality is very difficult to explain around stuff like sure. that. But I just know that I've probably convinced maybe I'd say <laughs> a, a, a normal, I mean, a, a reasonable estimation would be I've convinced six postmates that somebody else is in the other room. Wow. As I turn around, very casually shutting the door. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Come on, you guys. <laughs> Isn't that sad? And ghosty. And everyone. Like, there's not just one person. It's you guys. I pretend that there's four small children, yeah. all under the age of five. Okay. <laughs> like, like, you wouldn't hear Danny, any of Elizabeth, that. Michelle, <laughs> Carlisle. Danny, Elizabeth, Michelle, and Carlisle, come and get your one pizza that I feel weird about eating because I was raised in the 80s where... People felt free Where to tell you all about what you looked women like every goddamn day. Enjoy food or have it. Okay. No. My useless talent is I'm really good at ordering. Like I am, re and you know this because from me. It's too. your passion. It's my passion. I'm fucking great at it. If it's like a bunch of us, if it's just two of us, like I am good at being like, here's what we're getting. Here's what like, and I'll make sure that you're getting what you want and I'm getting what I want, but it's like fair. Yeah. And but there's plenty of like table items to share. A little of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really good at that. I'd say it's a useful time. I know. Though. I wouldn't diminish that because sometimes, especially if you're in a group, you're sitting there staring at the menu. And you're just like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. So and I'm also good at the end of the night doing the like, here's how much each person owes and being the one who like does the thing. But oh, now that's I just, good. I just pay for it. But that's a very useful talent, too. Yeah. I guess I don't have any useless talent. Oh <laughs> napping? I'm really good at napping. I'm really good at fucking napping and waking up exactly two hours of napping. There you go. Yeah. Like, two the f without a fucking alarm, it's like two hours. Sweet. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's all that needs to be said. Truly. Oh, I. how about this last one, which okay. I just love. Okay. Um, because I think it's someone who deserves his due, and it is Mackenzie asks my friend and I went um, met you in Charlotte North Carolina this past weekend and we really enjoyed Ooh. the music you had playing during the meet and greet who chooses the music you know who Vince Averill he makes us a new mix every time yep he wants it upbeat and fun if we're like we hate that song it's off by the fucking next night yep he is he jams it it's loud enough so that people can cry and tell us uh, private things but not so loud that I have a headache yeah He's he's the music dude. He gets it. He know he knows our jam. That's right. And he 
because of his music taste, now I like the band The XX because of his good taste. Right. And also a lot of people have been saying how much they appreciate it. So he takes the photos, the fan, the uh, people, the fans, the people in line give him their camera and then he takes photos of us. But he takes a bunch of candid ones beforehand of us just talking and people have been saying how much they appreciate that. They don't even know they're there until they leave. Mm-hmm. So he does that and he's really good at it too. He's really good in general. He's just a good one. Fuck um, Jay Duplass. I don't need that <laughs> motherfucker. He can go to hell. I like how much you don't even want to conjecture about marrying a different person. <laughs> that's bad. That's very sweet. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. Well, I think that's it, right? Yeah. Let's, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll have another one of these someday. So think of a weird question and we'll answer it maybe. Yeah. And thanks uh, to all of you who sent these ones in mm-hmm. and gave us stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. And stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Goodbye. Elvis, do you want a cookie? Ah.